Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of RJ's Pit Stop. Uh, we're reviewing the second race at Charlotte Motor Speedway. Uh, I believe it was the Osco Uniforms 500, something like that. Uh, it was originally supposed to be Wednesday night. Rain pushed it back to Thursday night. Uh, another great race. Uh, I love it. I swear, NASCAR, since they've come back, every race has been good. Because every race has had some kind of storyline, some kind of headline, whatever. And there's been good racing on the track as well. Um, so, props to NASCAR for coming back. This, is, this has been really good for them. Uh, especially being the only sport that is back. Uh, Chase Elliott got the dub. And those last few laps, if you're like me, you were expecting something to happen because that's Chase Elliott. Uh, Chase Elliott has had a lot of bad luck in his time in NASCAR. He's been leading a lot of races and hasn't won a lot of those races. I believe yesterday was only his seventh victory, uh, which is actually, what did I read, the third or fourth most by a driver before turning 25. That's wild. Um, but, yeah, good for him. I'm glad after, after a crazy couple weeks or week and a half, Chase Elliott finally goes to victory lane. Uh, we all remember what happened at Darlington where Kyle Busch slid up and took him out. And then, of course, last Sunday in the Coke 600, the decision to pit with two laps to go. Interesting. And, uh, and then to bounce back and win the truck race this week. I think it was Tuesday night. And then to come back and win the cup race again on Thursday night. Uh, great turnaround for Chase Elliott. He, he really needed that. The Hendrick cars as a whole have been really strong this year, and I think this could be a big year for Chase Elliott uh, because all, the way all four Hendrick cars are running, and you would expect Chase to be up there every week. Uh, speaking of Hendrick Motorsports, Alex Bowman picked up another stage win. The guy leads the league, leads NASCAR in stage wins this year. Big year for Alex Bowman. He was in a contract year. He already re-signed uh, for next year. But coming into this season, the way I looked at Hendrick Motorsports is Jimmy Johnson is a seven-time champion. William Byron is a prodigy. That guy, I, I personally think he's going to be a multiple-time champion. And Chase Elliott's the most popular driver in the sport. Everybody loves him, and he's really, really good. And then you have Alex Bowman. And that's probably not fair to Bowman, but he just... In my eyes, you know, before this year started, Alex Bowman was just the other guy. And this year, he's been the guy at Hendrick Motorsports. So good for him, pretty much solidifying his spot uh, at Hendrick Motorsports for the foreseeable future, I would think, as long as sponsorship pans out. Because he's ran the best this year out of all the cars. So good for him. Uh, because, yeah, I, I did kind of have doubts about him. I do think he's a good race car driver. Uh, but I just thought the other three were just kind of above him and he's going out and changing that narrative this year so good for him but obviously the big story is chase elliott winning um he he needed that it's nice to win a truck race and then do kyle bush's signature bow while kyle finishes second i know he didn't like that so hey maybe we do have a rivalry here by the way uh, i mentioned that in the darlington episode the second darlington race that episode uh, i mentioned how nascar was given a gift uh, where you could have a rivalry between the most hated driver and the most popular driver in the sport. And it looks like that might be happening. Uh, it looks looks like it. Because uh, Chase Elliott keeps stoking the fire. So, uh, but that wasn't it. That was some surprising finishes yesterday. This ha race happened last night. Uh, that, that need to be talked about. 
Ricky Stenhouse finished fourth. And I don't know where that speed came from. I don't know where any of that came from. But good for him. I really, really like Ricky Stenhouse. Um, I think he's good for the sport. I think he's interesting. I think he's fun to watch. Um, I'm really, I would really like to see Ricky Stenhouse run well on a consistent basis. I really like him. And good for the team, JTG Doherty Racing. I know they need some good runs. Uh, so good, good for him. Austin Dillon brought it home eighth. And I am always very hard on Austin Dillon. I don't think he's that good of a race car driver. Uh, I think the only reason he's kept his ride is because Richard Childress is his grandpa. Whatever. Hey, however you got to get there, that's how you get there. Uh, so can't knock him for it. He can't determine who his family is. But he brought it home eighth. Really good run for Austin Dillon. Uh, the Chevys as a whole this year have stepped it up tremendously. I've talked about how well Hendrick Motorsports is running. They're obviously the flagship Chevy team. But then Ricky Stenhouse bringing it home fourth in a Chevy. Austin Dillon finished eighth in a Chevy. His teammate Tyler Reddick finished 14th uh, in a Chevy. Um, yeah, Chevys, dude. They're on it this year. I love it. Three rookies finished in the top 18 at Charlotte. Uh, you had John Hunter Nemechek, Tyler Reddick, and Cole Custer finishing 13th, 14th, and 18th. Uh, Tyler Reddick finishing 14th. This may be the last week I talk about Tyler Reddick uh, as far as like a surprising finish or anything having to do with that because at some point it's not surprising anymore. The guy's just good. And it looks like the guy's just good with Tyler Reddick. Uh, that guy every week, every week he's out here impressing people um, with, his, with his driving as a rookie. And at some point, or do we not expect it? So, this might be the last time I talk about Tyler Reddick. Uh, but John Hunter Nemechek, 13th. Oh my God, just, you know, a couple races ago at Darlington, I mentioned how he finished, I think, top 10. I think he ended up like 9th or something in that race. Bringing it home 13th at Charlotte. Wow, what a run. I really like John Hunter Nemechek. I think he's just as good as the other rookies that are in his class this year. Which, by the way, this may be the best rookie class that I've ever seen. Um, off the top of my head, the only like all-time great rookie class I can think of would be 02 because you had Jimmy Johnson and Ryan Newman. Uh, you had two drivers that are probably going to be in the Hall of Fame. I mean, Jimmy will, but Newman probably. Um, so two Hall of Famers. But this one, Cole Custer, Christopher Bell, Tyler Reddick, and John Hunter Nemechek. Man, <laughs> that's a great rookie class. Uh, but yeah, John Hunter Nemechek bringing it home 13th. Big day for front row. Good for them. Cole Custer brings it home 18th, and I, know, I think some people may have expected a little more from Cole Custer, uh, as, you know, as well as he ran in the Bush Series or Xfinity Series the last couple years, and now him being at Stuart Haas, I don't know if many people predicted that he was going to come in and win races and maybe make the playoffs this year. I certainly don't think he's going to, but a nice run for him. He's still a rookie. Like, let's not forget... This kid's a rookie. He's never been in the Cup Series. Like, he's a rookie. So, good for him to bring it home 18th. My boy, Corey LaJoy, finishing 19th. What a run. Uh, great job. I love that. Uh, I believe they had a partnership earlier, that, or this offseason. I believe they had a partnership. They announced a partnership with Stuart Haas Racing. It's paying off, dude. 19th for Corey LaJoy. 
I don't know how many top 20s he has in his career. I guess I could have done that research, whatever. Uh, but good for him. Oh, my God. Especially on a non-restrictor plate track. I mean, you might expect Corey LaJoy to finish top 20 at, like, Daytona or Talladega. Uh, but Charlotte, that's not an easy track. Uh, for him to bring it home 19th and some of the drivers that he finished in front of, good for him. Whether they had problems or not, that's not the, that's not the point. Another big takeaway for me from this race is how great are the midweek races. Sure, we all love a Sunday where we get up, some of us go to church, we come home, fire up the grill, fire up the smoker, whatever, and you watch NASCAR on a Sunday afternoon. It's great. I love it. I do it for 36 weeks or however many Sundays there are that they race. Um, but these midweek races, whether it be a Wednesday night, a Thursday night, whatever it is, even the you know bush cars and trucks running on Monday and Tuesday night, Having races on other nights besides Sunday or Saturday is great. I love it. I mean, take a take a page out of the NFL's book. They've got football on Monday, Thursday, Saturday, sometimes late in the year, and Sunday. Look at college football. They have Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. And on the opening weekend, Labor Day weekend, they'll usually have like a Sunday game and a Monday game. That's like five straight days of football. How about take some notes here, NASCAR, I think. We can have, there's a market for races on more than just Sunday night. Man, look into that. And I was thinking, you don't want to overdo it because then it waters it down and it's not as, it's not as important, it's not as special. It loses its luster if you have a ton of midweek races. We can't have, you know, 10 or 12 midweek races in a season that only has 36 races. You can't do that. That's... You know, you're watering it down. But three three weekends kind of stood out to me. We do not run on Sunday. That's Mother's Day. So the schedule could either have a Saturday night race or why not run them on Wednesday night before Mother's Day. That'd be cool with me, you know. Uh, Father's Day. We usually don't run on Father's Day. I think sometimes we do. Sometimes we don't. If we're not going to run on Mother's Day, why would we run on Father's Day? Have them do like a Wednesday night race the week leading up to Father's Day. And Easter. Easter was another one. They do not run on Easter Sunday. Run them on Wednesday night. How about three midweek races a year? Easter, Mother's Day, and Father's Day weeks. I think it'd be good for the sport. Uh, you can't tell me that being on TV on multiple nights isn't good. I think it's great. Look at, you know, look at every other sport. They play on multiple days, and it works. I think NASCAR, I think the biggest thing that could come out of this whole coronavirus pandemic and moving the schedule around and things like that is midweek races. I think people love them. And keep them shorter like this, like this Charlotte race and like that Darlington race last week that were shorter. You can't obviously have a 500-mile race on a Wednesday night and expect people to get up and go to work Thursday morning. Like, No, you need to, you need to have the short races, and I think it works. I like it. I'm a big fan of it. Uh, bring a Wednesday night race to you know down to Miami. I might slide down there for one. Let's go. Um, but yeah, man, that was my biggest takeaway uh, from this race. Great win for Chase Elliott. Finally getting some redemption after that tough you know week and a half stretch there. Um, midweek races are great. Chevy's back. We have the greatest rookie class that I've ever seen, uh, and good for Corey LaJoy. Uh, so that's about it for me. This was RJ's Pit Stop. I'll give you guys another one in a few days uh, when the Cup Series heads to Bristol. Day race at Bristol. I can't wait for that. Everybody loves the last great Coliseum. So 
We'll see you guys then. Oh, yeah.